It's now time for Race Chat Live with Chris Creighton and Craig Moore. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Race Chat Live. My name is Craig Moore. I got the the flag man himself, Mr. Taz Taylor. I'll bring him in the studio. Hello. Hello. Are you there? You got me. All right. Let's see where the heck Chris is at. There we go. Chris, how are you, buddy? Good. Can you hear me? I can hear you. The good Lord didn't take your phone abilities away. Yes, you're yeah. Best so uh, up, listen, listen. I, I just want to say one thing. I didn't, I didn't get a sounder for this, but I'm pretty sure that I wiped up the floor. I cleaned up this past weekend at uh, Kansas, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy about that. I've gained the lead by a point or two, unlike our uh, current points leader. Mr. Can't Get Nothing Done, Denny Hamlin. But uh, you got some bad storms down in your area, Chris. You doing all right? Yeah, that's uh, – we're, we're, we're okay, yeah. We're, we're, we're doing okay. It's uh, – how did it uh, – with the Xfinity, they, they, they say it's part of a major outage, so – All right, so uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to touch base with Taz, the Tasmanian flagger himself, Mr. Taz Taylor, in a second. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we have got a guest that we've had on many, many times, and it is a joy to have him on each and every time. Mr. Luke Rakoski from Rakoski Family Racing is going to be joining us, talking about his 2020 season. That's in the rearview mirror. But we're going to preview his 2021 season, not only as a car owner, but a promoter of a new series. And uh, so he'll be joining us at 8.30 to talk about that. But, Taz, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty good after a pretty stellar weekend, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we're going to talk we're going to talk about your trip down to see Andy Crane and the guys down at their track. But uh hey, before I forget, I want to give a shout out real quick to uh first off to all the mothers because this coming Sunday is Mother's Day and I'm kind of sad we are racing this weekend. Uh but we have for a number of years. Uh but we used to not race on Mother's Day weekend. So, but and all the fathers that play mothers that uh, for that distinction. So uh, happy Mother's Day to you all, uh, especially my mama. And because uh, Lord knows having me as a son and having my sister as a daughter probably wasn't the easiest thing for her in the world, but she managed to get through it, and she's got lots of gray hairs to prove it. But um, your young, your lady, Taz, got a heck of an award from work, so I want to give her a shout-out for that. But uh, 
that was very cool to see on on her page. So congratulations to her. So uh, let's talk Kansas. Taz, why don't you lead it off? Well, Saturday for the truck race, I didn't get to watch that. I was too busy doing my duties at Bethel Motor Speedway. But the Cup Series race wasn't bad, you know. Uh, I would probably say not... I would say not as boring as some of these mile-and-a-half tracks we had, but wasn't one of the most entertaining ones we've had. I would probably say it was pretty entertaining to, towards the end. Normally, it was one of those mile-and-a-half tracks where at the start of the race, you had your scuffles and you had your entertainment for there. And then in the middle of the race, you're kind of seeing, okay, here's the green flag pit stops, your kind of usual deal, cautions happen, okay, there's your thriller, and then give it a couple laps, we're back to how we kind of did things. And then, of course, the end of the race, it got to be wild. Uh, we could, almost saw a Hendrick car won, regardless of who it was. Chris or I could have had one of those uh, special deals, but unfortunately, Larson... Unfortunately, Penske had other deals for Hendrick. Uh, Blaney kind of got in front of Larson, and Larson tried finding a way around him and didn't work out to either Blaney or Larson's favor. And, of course, when that happened and they got pushed back, came Brad and Chase, and Chase had a good run towards the end, but it was a little, little too late. Unfortunately, because I know Brad blocked him coming off turn two, going down the back stretch. So, but it was, but he, but he got his first Cup Series win of 2021. It did not take as long as last year when he got his first win of the season. And it was also Kyle his Bush. birthday weekend. Yeah, birthday weekend, birthday boy swept the weekend. Kyle Busch got the W for trucks and. Cup Series. I figured trucks. He wasn't gonna let somebody win this time, but I well, I had I had a feeling with Austin Hill. That's why I went with him. He he's been running pretty consistent, not as strong as he usually does. But I had that uh, had that belief and feeling that he could have pulled something out for Kansas, and unfortunately, didn't necessarily go the way. But I, I just. I just didn't want to take the cheap way out for going Kyle Bush. That's why I went with Austin. We do have some. Yeah. I um, I didn't get a chance to watch either. I was prepping for a gig, and then I don't get FS1. So I tried to listen to it as much as I could. I'm serious. I wish they'd, serious. I wish they'd put it back on Fox but uh, and leave it on Fox like they had it in the good old days. But, you know. It is what it is. It is. Lee, Miss Lee said it's sad about their fertility struggles and, and sh- with uh, Kyle and, and his wife, I think her name's Samantha. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it is, it is sad about their fertility uh, struggles. Listen, I'm up to be a surrogate as long as I don't have to travel. But it is sad. Another sad news, Eric McClure passed away on Sunday at home. Um, 
So that is that is uh, very sad news for the McClure family. And if you'll remember them, and I'm sure Chris does. Um, I'm going to step outside so I can, uh, so I can make a comment here. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my phone service doesn't work as good inside. Um, Kyle Bush showed why he's got the it factor. Because all the all the struggles that's been going on this past week, all that's been able to build up, all the frustration of not winning. It's not that he just picked up his first cup win of the season. The day before, he picked up his first win of the season. Period. True. This guy Very has not true. won all year long. So that's you know. For you to call the sweep there, it was worth 20 extra points because nobody, I believe at the time, would have made the prediction that you made, Greg Moore. And he showed in the interview, the post-race interview, why the it factor is meaningful here. Because he, for the first time in his his NASCAR career, he showed vulnerability in his post-race interview. He showed that he had his mind in other places. And I promise you, whether it be Michael Jordan, the flu factor, the stomach flu, or, uh, you know, Brett Favre losing his father, um, you, you, you find all these it factors in athletes. Well, we just found Kyle Busch's it factor. He come out and he swept the weekend. And, uh, it just shows the type of driver he is. First driver to win 14 years in a row. Isn't that amazing? That all is the amazing. Drivers, that all the, and that's another thing, guys. I can't use any internet while I'm on the phone because it is my phone and my internet right now, the only thing I got. So I, 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 there's, I, there's no way I can follow anything on the thread uh, and be on the phone at the same time. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to put that in there that uh, – you know, and and I was. It was only later that they showed that he did the old crybaby face, and he was catching flat foot. But whoever that asshole was in that stand that was booing Kyle Busch while he was tough personal life, and his and and the the problems that they went through, so that's the type of race fan that needs to stay his ass at the house. Because you know, I understand you're caught up in the moment. I understand you know. You don't like him as a race car driver. There's a lot of people that don't like Kyle Busch. But I heard more cheers than I heard boos until some idiot on the fence line decided to boo him through a moment where we were getting to see a Kyle Busch that we've never seen before. That's not that's not the Kyle Busch interview. That was not a Kyle Busch interview. That was a that was a man who's went through some shit this past week. Somehow or another, he saw through it all. He got him not just a truck win. Got him a cup win, too. And he got a spot. Well, maybe he has a spot in the playoffs. We'll have to see if we get 17 winners out of 16. But I'm not giving any guarantees yet. But uh, carry on. Yeah, well, that's definitely one of the one of the big takeaways for this weekend. And I'm not – I will be one to admit, I'm not a Kyle Busch fan. But I do give him the one thing I, as a driver, I he has my respect as a driver. I mean, the, the guy can clearly drive. The only thing I just, for me personally, I get a little bored when he runs the truck series because 
usually nine times out of ten he's going to run it, but I think he's going to win it. But I believe this year I think he ha- he decided to kind of help John Hunter because John Hunter, young guy, promising career, promised talent, and I just believe Kyle needed to kind of work with John Hunter instead of trying to beat him down because the kid, if you put the kid in good equipment, He's gonna drive. He's gonna drive and run up front. He he'll, he can be a threat. So I believe Kyle Busch signing him to kind of, I would I guess you could say kind of reboot his career in a way, even though he's still young, and put him on the right path to success instead of putting him on the wrong path and rushing everything. So in this sense, I would say that Kyle Busch, you know. It just gets a little boring for me personally with a truck series. Now, however, outside of the track is where I get wishy-washy, and it just depends on what side of him comes out. I don't mind him speaking the truth. I just feel like there are certain things that you should kind of bite the tongue more on, but I can understand where he kind of just says – says it out loud, says it how it is, and you know what? NASCAR needs that. I mean, after Tony Stewart left, there was kind of nobody there to kind of do that, and Kyle Busch is the guy. I mean, so it, but it was good to see a side of him we never saw before, and at that point, that's when you kind of have to put your hate or love for the guy as a fan and kind of put your human feelings into place because Kyle Busch was sh- showed his human side, I guess you can say. Well, you don't want to see anybody have issues like they're having. Um, it's terrible. I, I you know, I couldn't imagine it. I work with a guy, and he and his wife have been married nine or ten years, and they're having they're having um, fertility issues too. I think I agree with Chris. That guy that booed, that guy that booed him outside uh, on the fence line should be uh, uh, should stay his ass at the house like Chris like Chris has. And, uh, you know, there's no, there's no reason for that. You know, you won't see Kyle Busch don't open up too often, but when he does, it's a big deal. That's how you can tell uh, he's a family man too. Yeah, because they don't have to bring their personal life into it. And, uh, exactly, exactly, Chris. You know they they can they can just keep it at a professional level, so you know it, it's just sad that you've got to you, you've got to bring something in like that and and ruin. Well, remember when twenty seventeen and we've been together this long, I believe, uh, Craig. In twenty seventeen, when uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson got his last win in the Cup Series. Not any of us sitting at the table would have bet that that was the last win. And we all believe Kyle Busch has this 
you know, career that's going to spend another 10 years. But there could already be weakening in the armor here. And he admitted to the psychological effect that it had on him. And we've talked about lack of practice and lack of this, that, you know, uh, not being able to run all these races and stuff that, uh, you know, has kind of kept him out of seat. But, you know, at what point in time did it start irritating and eating at Jimmy Johnson? And then eventually it brought him to retirement because he felt that he couldn't get the job done anymore. That's so to speak. I believe that he was just run out of a job. And uh, that's the way I'll always feel about it. Uh, Jimmy Johnson still had something left in the tank, but but Hendricks was ready to go uh, another way. Um, but at the same time, was we going to see Jimmy Johnson as we had seen him before, seven-time champion? Look at how many wins this kid has accumulated. And I call him a kid, but he, that's because he started in 2003 as a real kid. He was a kid. And he had struggles, and he was broke by the time, you know, he he admitted in a podcast that he, that he was broke in 2007 before he had signed his deal with Joe Gibbs. He, this guy was broke and uh, and was able to, uh, you know, gather his finances back, and I guess he's probably got more money now than he'll ever be able to spend because he, you know, he managed his money the right way after becoming broke uh, after success. So um, Kyle Bush is a calculated Person, person. He knows how to feed the fan base. He knows, you know. Look, he knew. He knew that he looked like a crybaby, right? And so later in the interview, he or later in the before he left, he gave the old crybaby eyes, the old wah wah wah. I mean, he was was he making fun of the fan or was he making fun of himself? We'll never know. But you know, there's 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 uh there's weakness in the armor, guys. I mean. We might be seeing the latter half of Kyle Bush's career. It's not going to be the same as what he's done for the last eight or nine years, which is tear up the racetracks with all these wins. The guy's got over 200 wins. How far do we expect him to go? I'm not calling him my early demise now, and he'll probably go on and win a championship this year. But I'm telling you guys, we didn't, we we couldn't have we couldn't have guessed that it was Jimmy Johnson last win either you know so we've got to accept the fact that Kyle Bush he's been around a long time there's a lot of young guys winning he may not be top priority at Joe Gibbs Racing here in the next couple of years similar to what we've seen with Jimmy Johnson yeah we'll have to uh we'll have to wait and see what happens but you're right he's not the young guy on the block anymore and will he be run out of Joe Gibbs who knows? Chad says our trivia question is coming up in a little bit, Chris. I'm uh, I'm excited for that. I'm going to try to not uh, jump on Google and find the answer, but uh, rather try to get it organically. Coming up in about ten minutes, nine and a half minutes, we'll let Taz do the trivia question here in a minute. And uh, is going to be, as I said, Luke Rakoski is going to join us from Rakoski Family Racing. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that interview. It's nice to talk to Taz and uh, Luke. Taz every week. Luke once or twice a year. So uh, 
Definitely nice for that. Taz, what's your trivia question, brother? So, after this weekend at Kansas, we all know the consistency Denny Hamlin has had, and it's always been the talk of the town. And for anyone listening in, you can call in anytime that is not between 8.30 and 9 p.m., if you have the answer for this, you have a chance to win not one, but two free stickers. They are on order. Uh, they, you'll get a TNT Designs and a Race Chat Live sticker. And if you can answer this question, I would like our guest host, our hosts, Craig and Chris, and our panel, I guess you could say our 110 Nation panel, to try to, their best to not research this. Because this was an interesting thing I did not know about. But everyone's talking about, oh, Denny Hamlet's so consistent. This is why he's up on top of the leaderboard and this and that. He doesn't even have a win. I'm not going to give any hints away on this one. But there is one driver who has one more top ten than Mr. Denny Hamlin. And I want you to tell me who that one driver is. Kevin Harvick. No, he's tied with Hamlin. You have until 10 o'clock to answer that one, but there's your one guess for the night. You you can guess at the later end of the show. See if you get it. Okay. It is not Harvick. Chris, do we got you? He might be outside. Oh, boy. Miss Lee said Harvick, too, but it is not Harvick. Wow. Shockingly enough, Harvick Harvick has has the same amount of top tens as Hamlin, but there's one driver who has one more top ten than Hamlin, and Hamlin's been the talk of the town of how he doesn't have a win, and but he's so consistent, and he's going to get into the playoffs, but we will see. But, um, yeah, we'll see if I can get a quick look at the playoff standings here at the moment. Looking at right now, if the playoffs were to start today, we're currently looking at Truex, Hamlin, Logano, your top three, Byron, Blaney, Keselowski, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, round out your top or they're going to be they'll be rounding out your top eight, while McDowell and Bowman round out the top ten. Bell at the moment falls to eleventh. Chase Elliott twelve. Harvick, De Benedetto, Chris Busher, and Austin Dillon. If playoffs were to start today, that's what we are looking at. And we're all thinking, oh, Alex Bowman. Well, not necessarily. I think Ding Dong Bell could be uh, the one to look for right there. Hi, Alex. Yeah. All right. Well, we're still waiting on Luke. Did you send him the number there, Mr. Crazy Man? 
Um, I did not. I can send it to him right now, though. You better. That was just me playing with buttons, Miss Lee. All right, All right so we got a guess. You have one more um, guess before we close the show at 10 o'clock. All right, no, it's so not we'll from it. me. But it's not Harvick, and it this one shocked me a little bit. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not giving too much away. All right, and he's a current driver. He is a current full-time driver. All right. But truck series, truck series, that's a fun hassle we got there. Let's kind of look at the playoff standings after their weekend at Kansas. If the playoffs were to start today for them, we have to remember 10 drivers for the truck series going to the playoffs. We are looking at John Hunter Nemechek and Ben Rhodes, the top two, being that they're the only two drive truck regulars with wins. Ben Rhodes, or not Ben Rhodes, Austin Hill, third, Sheldon Creed, fourth, Stuart Friesen, in fifth, Matt Crafton, sixth, Zane Smith, seven, Todd Gilliland, eight, Grant Enfinger getting with ninth, as long as he stays full-time, if he, he can go back and forth between Thor Sport and the Roarball nine truck. As long as he stays full-time, he can walk into the playoffs. He currently sits ninth, and Johnny Sauter just making the playoff cut. God bless America. I like direct people, Johnny Sauter. I think I covered everything. Oh, no. Oh no! Wait a minute. It's um, he only likes he only likes to wreck Stewie. My bad. <laughs> Stewie didn't have a great night from Kansas, from what I hear. Only a 14th finish. Figured he would have done a little bit better, being that mile and a half kind of play a little bit in his favor. Especially track like yeah. Well, I'm surprised Stewie didn't fly up to. Well, no, he wouldn't have made it in time to go to Fonda. Yeah, being that truck race started at 7.30, you ain't going to make that. No. Not at all. No, no. Did you send that message to Mr. Rakowski? I am making sure he has a phone number. He's currently looking at his messages, so we will see. But after Luke, we'll take a quick shout, sponsor commercial break type deal, and then we got some highlight real action of Short Track Super Series coming up at the top of the next next hour at 9 o'clock, and go over much more local stuff. But, yes, the highlight reel comes in this week for the Short Track Super Series. Nice. And Luke says nice. he's currently waiting. All right, well, then I'll currently let him in. I will. I will let him is this, in. Is Mr. Luke Rakowski, how are you, buddy? Mr. Craig Moore, what's up, my friend? You know, we're just above ground. We're doing a lot better weather-wise than Mr. Creighton down in uh, – Tumsuba, Mississippi, they're having some power issues. We are not. Thank you. Uh, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. 
I do too. I do too. Nobody wants power issues. You know, nobody wants some power issues. So uh, you have had, Taz, I'll let you take over in a second. For those of you who are maybe living under the rock for the last, I don't know, two, three years, we have had Luke on uh, every year since I've been a part of the 110 Nation. And uh, I, I've I've been a sponsor on Luke's uh, automobiles, if you will, his go-karts <laughs> for his children for the last, um, I don't know, three, four years, something like that. And yeah. uh, he runs he runs a heck of a race team. He's got some of the most competitive but most down-to-earth kids that I have ever met. And uh, they're the first one. And i tell you a quick story. I was We did the Ron Bachman. How do you say that? The, the Ron Bachman Memorial uh, two years ago. Yes, we did that a few years ago. We were a part of that. And uh, Aaron was giving advice to another one of the racers out on the track, and I, and the racer was just a tad bit older than he was. And I thought to myself, that that right there is an awesome thing to see. So, uh, Luke, you don't need a big introduction. Luke is a big family <laughs> man. He's got he's got wonderful children. His his. Dad is his dad is amazing, and having Luke as a son, he has to be amazing. Um, <laughs> For anyone to put up with me, uh, yeah, they would have to be. Well, that's what I said at the top of the hour with Mother's Day coming up. You know, shout out to my mother because she put up with not only me, and still does, but she puts up with my sister and my uh, my twenty nine year old daughter. So shout out to my mom. I'm glad I was able to give her most of it right here. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll uh, on tap go ahead. for 2021, my friend. Ah, uh, let's see, where do where do I start? I mean, we've been um. Oh boy, um. Well, I'll start with um with what we did um when we uh when uh, COVID happened and our plans for the five by LMRO and what we were doing with um with our uh, mower tire predator class um. Uh, we uh, we had to kind of make some adjustments there and, and uh, some stuff on the fly, and uh, last season was uh, was a learning experience in a lot of ways, and so um, we we kind of took what we learned forward from from that, and we're gonna we're gonna go into 2021 uh, with a full head of steam. So I'm involved with um with uh, we got one of the big things we did was we got really involved in the sim racing side of things um, on iRacing, and I want to give a shout out to uh, to the the mud mules and beak performance and all the guys that we race with. Um, and so I got, I'm involved in uh, doing a lot of promotion and PR work for, um, for a couple of leagues and a couple of teams and uh, and group of guys that we run with. So that's been exciting. Um, really filled in the off season really well. And we're continuing that into this, uh, into the summer. Um, but yeah, so this year um, we are, we're, we're bringing some, new life into the, the mowers in the area. Um, the, the lawnmower racing, I just, uh, it's where I started racing. And, um, and I just, I just can't, uh, I, I can't give it up. I can't quit it. It's, uh, it's exciting stuff. And we're taking our, our rebranded and named, uh, more tire predator classes. And we're, uh, we're going to be at Dodge city speedway, uh, in house caverns, uh, this year. So we're really excited about that. We got some great, uh, great partners already on board. You know, you're, 
you're on board, Craig, with uh, More to Music. We got Lindsay Giagni, State Farm Insurance. She's going to be a presenting sponsor for us. Uh, TNT Motorsports Network is um, is on board. They're going to do a uh, a tape delay YouTube uh, YouTube broadcast on their channel. Um, so we're going to be racing every other week, and then in the off weeks, you'll be able to view the the previous week's race, which I'm really excited about. Um, I really appreciate Taz and all he does um, for us, and uh, it's going to be exciting to be able to get the racers and uh, and what we're doing that that exposure uh, um, on the internet and in, in the social media area. I agree. Sorry, I thought Taz was going to jump in there. I agree. I'm, I'm excited for you. Um, so you rebranded this year, and I, yes, I know why, but we won't go into that. Um, because there's no real reason to. Um, but you're going to be running over at the Montaneros Dodge City Speedway. Yes, now, you've run yes, there sir. before you did, the, you did the memorial race. If you call me, sir, one more time, I swear. A lot of the guys that I've been involved with on the sim racing side of things are Southern, and they say sir a lot, and so it's kind of rubbed off yes, on me. And, um, <laughs> so yes, I, I, I apologize, <laughs> me, Craig. Call me, sir, is like putting electrical in an outhouse, man. It just doesn't belong. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate oh, it. I appreciate it, though. But uh, so you're you're going to make Dodge City Speedway the Montaneros track your uh, your track for the season. That's exciting. That's a nice little uh, that's a nice little venue. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, it's a fast little it's a fast little track. What um, your first race is? What the fifteenth, sixteenth, correct? The the fifteenth, uh, we got two weeks from this uh, this past Saturday is uh, our scheduled opening day. Nice, because I didn't see the date on the flyer, even though I kept sharing it. I'm like, am I missing a date? And then I realized it wasn't on there, so I figured I had to ask. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to have a talk with my graphics guy. Yeah, you're probably gonna have to. You know what? Just have Dad put him over his knee. <laughs> Um, I'm excited for that. I've got to stop and see you this week, as a matter of fact. Yep. And you know what? Instead of 20, I'll tell you right now, instead of 20, we're going to make it, we're going to make it, uh, 30. Very good. I like that. We're going to make it, we're going to make it, uh, we're going to make it worth their while. I appreciate that. Bring, Very good. Well it's, good. well, it's a good thing the graphics guy doesn't have more than one thing, little tiny detail to edit then. <laughs> hey, All the graphics guy has done very good by me, so I can't complain. No, he is a good guy. He is a good guy. I like Taz, even though he needs to shave his beard off. But, Taz, I'll let you take it from here, my friend. Oh, boy. I, I don't even know where to start. I mean, I've talked to this guy nearly every single day at this rate. <laughs> what a clown. So we do, we do bounce long? a lot of ideas <laughs> off each other. So I, I just, I just want to say, if here, Taz, let me, let, me, let me plug here for a second. I, I, Taz and I have been friends for a long time, um, and he's been – I'm sorry. He, Taz has been – he's been a, a good – a really – he's been a benefit 
um, to what we're, we're doing both in the sim racing and, and getting our brand out there. And then, you know, what we're doing in real life, he's done a lot of work for me. He's, you know, we bounce a lot of ideas off each other. Um, you know, so make sure you guys are on YouTube, TNT Motorsports Network, and go on Facebook, TNT Designs, like his page, share his page. You guys need anything graphics work-wise, you, you get a hold of him. So appreciate you, Taz. <laughs> I get a little plug. We didn't even have to do a halftime commercial for that one. <laughs> no. No, sir. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So... Well, Luke and I got going on with the uh, Motor Tire Predators and Motor Tire Modifieds. If you want to co- call in one group, we call it the Motor Tire Group. Have at it. What the heck? So we have our schedule release, as Luke said earlier. May 15th is our season opener at Dodge City Speedway. We uh, we got Craig, Mortar Music, being our sponsor for that night. And, of course, $20 to win for the adult. Motor Tire Predator, or $30, I should say. He just umped the ante. $30 yep. to win for the adult MTP, plus $30 for most lap sleds. Whoever the scorer is, better keep your eye open. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we also have the, but that'll be a 30-lap feature, so you get, uh, you get a dollar a lap, pretty much, I guess you can say. Then for the then we also have a thirty five lap mower tire modified feature. Of course, our mower tire novice class will be in action as well. So one thing that we can say this year will work for the most part of what we were supposed to run last year. We're basically running this year in twenty twenty one. Obviously, different name, a little bit of a different schedule plug type deal than what we were doing last year but for the most part we are running and Craig's saying $15 for kids winner Woo. Ooh, I'm going to have to uh, yeah there you go I uh, Mortar Music stepping up big time for a season opener I appreciate that <laughs> so one thing I kind of want to put in quick before we go over schedule is Pricing, we usually it's ten dollars pit pass. Drivers, twenty dollars. That includes your pit pass. Normal times, except for opening night. Opening night, we'll get into the times for that. Um, times will be three o'clock gates open, four p.m. hot laps. Opening day, we'll do gates at two, and from three to four, we'll do practice, open practice, open track for. Anyone who wants to take advantage of the extra hot lap session. Of course, after right after hot lap, to do our national anthem and whatnot and get right into heat race action. And then, of course, our format, like we were supposed to do last year, um, will be two heats, one feature, unless otherwise noted. Random draw, determine the first heat group, and then the finish of the first heat will be inverted to start heat two. The average finish of your heats will be how the feature lines up. So our classes, as somebody mentioned or asked about, the more tired novice, which is basically five to nine youth, they'll run six-lap heats, 12-lap features. Then we have the more tired predator adult classes, which is 
10 and up. So we get a mix of youth, a mix of teenage, mix of adults in there. And then we have a new MTP stock appearing class, which Luke can go more detail of the rule packages for them. If anyone's curious, 10 lap heats, 20 lap features, and then our more tire modified have the same amount laps for their heats and 25 lap features. And I don't know, Luke, if you want to go into detail about some of the class details of what the difference yeah. is between novice, adult, and stock appearing. And, of course, if you want to throw in the mowers, go right ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll just go over, you know, what we got going on, the, you know, intent, purpose, goals. Um, so the, the intent um, of doing this, and if anyone doesn't know what a, what a mower tire class is, it's, um, it's a flat cart chassis running uh, – lawnmower tires 13 by six and a half by sixes on all four corners um and the five to nine novice is uh, pretty self-explanatory you got a kid who you know wants to get out there as a beginner um uh the rules are pretty strict uh stock motor um you know no alterations whatsoever governor in place um it's just for them to learn for them to have fun um the adults the goal is to have um is to get our, our count up the goal, and for anyone listening, you know, who might be considering coming out, and a little leery of, of, you know, kids and adults running together. We ran it last year, and it was it was it worked out well. Everyone was respectful. Um, I I do want to get the count up so where we we can separate the classes. Um, there's a 285 minimum weight, um, just to kind of average out the kids and the adults. But I I, I do want to get that um, separate as soon as we possibly can. Um, I want to see it grow, um, and then the the stock appearing is a uh, it's just a, it's a stock appearing you know motor you know for anyone who's in the carding it's a stock appearing motor rule um, three fifty minimum weight um, on the and everyone runs the same tire wheel package um, and the, the the purpose of this of why you know we we did this is um, is to get more people involved in racing um, I'm not a, I. I am personally not a fan of running slick tires on dirt. I think if you're going to run on dirt, I think you should be running dirt tires, whether it's a Burris or a Hoosier dirt racing tire. I don't think slicks have anything to do with should belong anywhere near dirt track racing. Um, and this, the, the tire game in, in karting is out of control. And I think um, the expense of that, you know, um, is, is, uh, could be a major deterrent to people. So uh, try to come up with a formula that is really extremely cost effective and can get a lot of people in the door. In the door. And um, if, they, if they want to move beyond that, that's, you know, obviously we want people to move up and move up and, or just stay with us. And, but the goal, the goal is to make racing affordable and fun again. Um, and, uh, and so that, that's why we're doing what we're doing here. And then for the guys who want to run, you know, have a more, uh, flexibility with their motors. We want to run some more power. Add the stock appearing class. Um, and uh, you said the goal is to just have fun and to make racing affordable again. I think um, uh, I think it's just it's it's just out of control. I mean, I have four kids and they all want to race. And without this um, without this these classes here and what we're doing, it, I just couldn't do it. So um, the the kids. The kids are your next are the future of any sport, especially in racing. And if there's if there's um 
you know, parents out there who, whose kids want to race and, and, you know, they, they're like, well, I can't afford that. Well, well, now you can, I, I'll, I, I have something for you. And that's the whole goal, you know, is, is to, is to make sure that we can get more kids involved and they'll grow up in the sport and, um, and keep the sport alive. So, um, that's, that's why we're doing what we're doing. And then you got the, uh, the single cylinder and uh, if we get any twins out the, like the thundering mower modifieds, which are just incredibly wild. Um, there's really no way to explain them except they're just brute power and hanging it out to dry, you know, top side, you know, ripping the lip. So that you're going to have to see these guys in person or check it out on the YouTube channel and you to really appreciate them. They, uh, they really got some good things going on and I'm excited that we'll see a lot of this go down and, we're looking at a pretty decent count in terms of mowers and predator carts for each of the classes we have offered. Um, but we'll kind of pitch based on the schedule. As I, as we've said before, May 15th is a season opener. We will run every other Saturday at Dodge City Speedway. The, the only change we have this time around is that if, we rain out on our original date. We will run on what would be our off week. So it, say, for instance, one race weekend we're looking at could be if we run June 12th, which is our original date, and we get rained out for whatever reason, we will run the following week as, since that is our off week just to make up that June 12th date. And then we'll just run right back into our original date of June 26th keep on going with our schedule and speaking of schedule we got more to music presenting the opener night which we explained earlier that we have Lindsay Giagni Safe Farm Insurance coming on as a presenting sponsor for the more tire predator gambling modified twin 25s and the adult and the adult predators have the Gambling twin features as well. They'll do twin twenties. They'll ha- that'll happen on August seventh. And b- how we're working that deal is that you have one heat race that'll determine the starting lineup for the first feature. Then what we'll do after the first feature is the top three finishers of that first feature will redraw for their starting spot. Now, every- everyone's probably thinking, oh, they're gonna redraw. Okay. So they're going to draw one, two, or three. Not exactly. This is where the gambling part comes in. This is kind of test the luck of how well the luck plays out for these drivers. So in a way, you kind of want to – you kind of are thinking about, well, should I go for that redraw or do I want to sit in fourth? Because the top three should redraw anywhere. So if we have, say, eight show up for that class, then what these top three will do is they'll draw a chip from those eight. So the winner could possibly start dead last in heat in the second feature, while the second place guy could start fifth and the third place guy could start say like third. Now the guy who finished fourth in the first feature has he gets to start on pole. Whoever finished fifth starts second and of course, the rest of the field fills up where the starting spots are not filled, not filled in. And of course, the adult 
Predators kind of do their thing. Same exact thing on August 7th. Then TNT Motorsports Network will be presenting a little mini four-race series. Basically, nothing special, nothing in particular, just a little uh, four-race series. Just We just run four little regular shows. Um, that'll be called the Fast Forward Series. And each class winner will receive a plaque. And, of course, whoever's the high point winner at the season's end for that little mini-series is the champ for that series in their class. But those will happen on May 29th, which is our second week of racing. Then June 26th will be round two. Then we take a little bit of a break as we have the Gamblin Modified Features on July 10th and the Gamblin Predator Features on August 7th. And then August 21st will be round three. Then September 18th will be round number four of that series. And, of course, Championship Night will be October 4th. And we are hoping to try to get a big exhibition race for the end of the season, maybe around October 9th, kind of like what we had last year, do a little Halloween Havoc special. And, of course, if we can make it happen, we'll come up with details and get all that, uh, put that out there. Yeah, it's, um, we, we managed to put a, um, pack quite a little bit in this season. Um, you know, a few little twists and turns and, you know, some excitement. And I think it's, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a really, really good year. Like Taz said, we got some ideas for the end of the season, um, run our Halloween Havoc uh, end of the season race again. Um, but uh, it's going to be bigger. So um, we just got to work the details out on that. And I will say this, um, I am working on putting together something um, to broaden um, racing in the area. I think there needs to be more options, um, especially for the kids and for um, the adults, um, uh, for racing in the area. And that's all I'm going to say on that because I'm keeping that under my hat, but just a little teaser there. I am working on something um, uh, to promote to uh, promote um, expanding racing uh, in the area, and I'm looking forward to. Um, hopefully, that's going to work out, and it's going to be it's going to be big. It's going to be exciting, and it's going to going to um, it's going to be really beneficial um, to the area as a whole. Definitely can't wait for that. But. Hey, uh, hey, Luke. Yes, sir. I mean, Craig. Luke, I will. I will do. I'll do this for you. You ready? I'm. I'm you ready. Me, you get me a price on trophies for championship night. Okay, I will do that. You get me a price for trophies on championship night. I I, and, uh, I will say this. One of the things I want to do, Craig, is I want to give the kids in our novice class, I want them to each get the biggest trophy. We have a few kids Dad, in our novice class. And I, and I think, uh, and I think, uh, and, and I really, I want, I want them to, 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 you know, to really, to get rewarded for that. Um, and, 
So that that's that's what I want to do there too. So nothing too extravagant, but I, I do want them to have have I want the kids to have the big trophies. And what I I'll talk to the team at Race Chat Live, but I'd like to do something on that season end trophy, <laughs> so that we can uh, not only will it be sponsored by More Two Music, but it'll also be sponsored by Race Chat Live. Beautiful. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. It, it, but I have, it's um. I'll, I'll wrap it up quick. I think our time's getting short, but I, I appreciate um, you guys having me on, and I appreciate the support of everyone who's who's behind um, the vision here. Um, it's 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 exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, we have a really good season coming up. It's going to be fun, um, and uh, I'm just I'm just thankful. I'm thankful that there's people on board. People are helping out. The racers who are investing in it. The sponsors and the supporters, and uh, it's it's just exciting stuff. It's exciting to see stuff come together and and we're just we're gonna go full throttle, pedal the metal into it and and no not looking back. No, and I think and not only that, but the end of season party too, you gotta figure out where you're gonna have that. Oh yeah, that's right. We're gonna we're gonna have the, the big end of the season uh banquet. Um, you know, party and, and that's uh just the the goal is to have fun. The goal is to get people to come out, is to grow, get people involved in racing, and then invest back into into the racers. It's it's you, if you don't have the racers, you don't have a show. You know if you if you're in this and you're and you're a big time promoter, you know you're like Dale or these guys. If you don't have the racers, you don't make money. So the do it for the racers. Um, invest back into them. Um, make it affordable. Keep it simple, and and keep it fun, and it's it's a you, you're not going to lose. Well, you say make it fun, and that's, and we got a couple minutes left. Okay. You say make it fun, and that's exactly why we do this show. It ain't for it ain't for the money. It ain't for the glory. It's for fun. We all give up a few hours a week of doing research to uh, make this show each and every week. Some of us fall asleep early. I have done it on occasion. Uh, I will poke fun at myself, but you know we don't do it for we don't do it for the glory. We do it to have fun. We do it to to help. We talk local racing. Sure, there's another local racing program in our area. Uh, and uh, Miss Lee said she might have to look at a trip in October. So uh, that would be awesome. She's not that far away. They're only in the next state over in Ohio. Oh, very so, cool. Uh, that would be that would be real that would be real cool. But you know we don't do it we don't do it for the money we don't do it for the glory we we do it because we enjoy it and I think once it starts to become a job nobody's interested we all got one of those. Well, I, if, yeah. if I were to be honest with you, I would love to be able to do this for a job. Um, it would be phenomenal to be able to do this as what I do because I I I thoroughly enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy putting together a program, putting together a series, whatever you want to call it, and going out there and watching people enjoy 
what we've put together for them. It, it makes my day. I'll, in, if you remember the Memorial Race, running around mm-hmm. like crazy, like a chicken with my head cut off, and guess what? It was the, one of the most satisfying things I've ever done. So I, the hard work doesn't bother me. The, the, you know, the late nights, the early morning, whatever it is, whatever it takes to put the show on to make sure that everyone goes home with a smile on their face is, is and you're not going to please everybody, but that's the goal. And that's fun for me. And I, and I really enjoy it. So, and you're, and I'll hope I'll convey that enthusiasm at the track. Everyone's going to get thanked for coming out. I appreciate again, everyone who invests in any of this is, I'm so thankful. I'm so blessed. So <laughs> thank you everyone. Well, I, I think it has a lot to do and I'm, I'll blow your, I'll blow you up. I don't care. I think it has a lot. People stand behind Luke Rakowski and whatever Luke Rakowski does because you do it with honor. Um, you don't do it for you don't do it for anything other than making sure everybody has a good time. And you know, it's a lot of time and sacrifice that you make. Even though you enjoy doing it, it's a sacrifice. You know, right. you're trading that time for another time that you could be doing something else. But and and that shows that shows a lot. And I think that people see your dedication, so they don't mind stepping up and saying, "Hey, I'm willing to do X," or like the insurance agent lady there, "Hey, I'm willing to I'm willing to um I'm willing to step up and sponsor your series." You know yeah. as long as you're involved, you know as long as you're involved in it, and you'll be involved in it until your kids decide that they don't want to do it anymore, that as long as I'm DJing, I'll be behind it. So, you know, and I'm glad that I'm able to step up a little bit and do a little bit more for you this year than, than I have in seasons past, but that's just, it's just worked out that way, and, and you know, the time commitment that you put into things, and the dedication you have to stuff is uh, well, simply amazing. So, you're 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 only as good as the people you surround yourself with. So I and I firmly believe that, and I have very very good people surrounding me that that you know have my back and and support all this. So again, I'm thankful, very blessed. I'm thankful for you guys for having me on. It's always fun. Well, before you go, if you want to do a quick sponsor plug for your race team and, of course, where people can find you on any of your social media sites before we let you go, now's the time I would probably say it would be a good time to do it before you head off. Okay. Um, yeah, if you want to if you wanna know everything about what we're doing for um, for the race team, you can go to RakoskiFamilyRacing.com, R-A-K-O-S-K-E, FamilyRacing.com. And I can't, I can't not plug my Mud Mules guys. If you go to Mud Mules Esports Series on Facebook and Mud Mules TV on Facebook, make sure you like and share those pages as well. Those guys are a great bunch of guys. Um, we have a great group there, and they're doing some awesome things in the world of, uh, of sim racing. So um, shout out to those guys. Love you guys. And thank you guys for again for having me on. Um, I look forward to talking to you guys again. Craig and Taz look forward to seeing you guys. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. 
And as you know, got any questions, you know, hit me up on the website. You can reach out to me through there. Um, where Rakoski Family Racing is on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, just uh, you know, you'll find us anywhere. Just hit me up. All right. Thanks for joining us, Luke. I deeply appreciate it. Give my best to dad, the kids, and your mom, and we'll see you. Uh, maybe I'll see you uh, Saturday morning. We'll come down and do coffee or something. Come down and bring coffee. Hey, that works. The kids. I'll let that you works. know. And I, I, would... the, uh, I got the Michael Cole uh, scholarship thing that afternoon. Yep. I'll give that a quick plug. Uh, Michael Cole Scholarship Foundation benefit at the Kennedy Harry Moose. So, uh, but I will definitely try to stop down early morning, uh, about eight eight thirty, and then head over to Canada Harry. Uh, okay, to get ready sounds for good. That. If I'm able to, I'll... if not, then I'll catch you Sunday after church. Okay, I'll be up at like four on Saturday doing PR work anyway, so I'll be up. Uh... Don't tell me that. <laughs> I'm gonna show up. Hey, listen, I'll be up four, four or five at the latest probably. I get try to get a lot done on Saturday. So, yeah, before I go, um, happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day's coming up. To all the moms out there, we appreciate you. We love you. So I'm going to sign off, let you guys do your thing. Again, thanks so much for having me on. I'll catch you guys later. All right, very good. All right, that was Mr. Luke Rakoski of Rakoski Family Racing. I'm telling you, Chaz, I enjoy having him on each and every week, every year, a few times a year. Oh, same here. And talking to him just about every day is pretty much a hoop. So, um, love, I enjoy having him on. Have I can't really say anything bad about him ever. He's, I can say this, he, when I first met him, and this is when we used to come together with um, an organization called NASCAR Low Teams, now renamed Low Teams Motorsports, and that's how we ended up meeting there, and of course, many conversations, and he, if there was one guy besides the Low Teams organization if there was one guy that really took a chance on me to help me get my name out there, it's Luke. And I try to do what I can for him because he's the guy that said, I'm giving you, that's kind of said, I'm giving you a chance. Here you go. And so while he thanks me a lot, I kind of have to thank him a lot too. So it works hand in hand. Absolutely. And, and you know, even here, even here at Race Chat Live, we're not, we are a team. Uh, we fight like husbands and wives and, uh, well, husbands. We have no wives on here. We do have a mother figure, and that's Miss Lee. And, uh, you know, Jason is Jason is big daddy. He's silent, but we don't hear from him unless we really misbehave. Um, but, you know, when we're a team, we, 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 uh, we, we, we succeed and fail together. So, and it's good to have that. People have your back, and they support you, and we have enough confidence in each other and everybody that if, you know, if we need a, if we need a helping hand with something, 
Well, by golly, by gee, somebody's there to lend an ear. And that, and that's what it's all about. So, you know, I'm a firm believer in, I'm a firm believer in helping and giving back as much as possible. And, you know, the old saying is give till it hurts and then give, give a little bit more. So that is why I'm, I do what I do at times. And if I, if it wasn't for you guys and this end night, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not doing the show. They don't need me. But no, it's not that you don't need me. It's I need, you know, I need you. I need Chris. I need, I need CJ. I need Miss Lee. Yeah. You guys are my, uh, you guys are my uh, go-to at times. We do have a winner. We do have a winner in the, uh, in the contest that you piped up and uh, put together. And that's going to be for a race chat live sticker and a um, uh, TNT design sticker. The correct answer was William Byron, or is William Byron. And uh, if you can scroll back up to the chat, Taz, it'll give you the uh, it'll give you the stats. I believe. So I believe Byron has nine, and um, Hamlin has eight. Yeah, so, so for those who missed it, we I did a trivia question of who – everyone's talking about Denny Hamlin, how he doesn't have a win, but yet he's so consistent. That's why he's on top of the points right now. But what's been quietly talked about is the consistency of a driver that has one more top ten than the most talked about driver without a win, and that – was William Byron. William Byron has nine top tens. Miss Lee and Craig guessed Harvick, but the, he has the same amount of top tens as Denny Hamlin of eight. So our winner for that, if I can find it, yes, right here, Becky Sears of Middlefield, New York. Congratulations, you're our winner. We'll keep in touch with you. Once the stickers come in, they are on order right now. So once they come in, hopefully, hopefully soon within the week, um, we'll get in touch base with you and we'll send them out to you. So congratulations to Becky on that. All right. I was going to go to a commercial, but for some reason I can't find my commercial in here. Uh, <clears throat> that's all right. It's not a big deal. Um so I'll just do a live. What they call in radio is a live read. Are you ready? Let's see if I. It's kind of like your play-by-play task, or your color commentary, if you will. More to music, <laughs> entertainment, and karaoke. More to music, entertainment, and karaoke. When what you want is more than music, what you need is more to music. Give me a call at five one eight eight six six two six seven seven. Or visit my website at more the number two music dot com for all upcoming events. I will tell you this: I just met with a photographer last week. We sat down. We put a package together. Um, if if folks book us as a team, she does the photography. I do the DJing. Excuse me, I'm going to give you an extra hour. That's a $200 value, and she's going to discount her engagement photos. Um, 
So I have teamed up with TG Photography out of Glens Falls, and uh, Teresa Gibo is the owner of that. And uh, we're teaming up to give you a package deal. So if you want more information on that, want to book for your wedding for either the remainder of 2021 or going forward into 2022, I'd highly recommend you do 2022 quickly. Uh, give me a call at 518-866-2677 or visit my website at more2music.com, M-O-O-R-E, the number 2music.com. When what you want is more than music, what you need is more to music. And uh, don't forget to visit TNT Designs on Facebook. That is owned by none other than our crazy flagman. Crazy flagman. Thanks, Miss Lee. Um, Taz Taylor, TNT Designs on Facebook. If you've got stuff, um, if you've got some stuff, I want uh, that you want done, graphics work, give Taz a call. Send him a message, and uh, he'll hook you up. Taz, what's your email address, my friend? Um, best way to get with me, I'm not going to put my personal one out there, but uh, if you find, so I'll put out, I guess you can say my business one, uh, TNT Motorsports Network at gmail.com. That is where you can email me for any of that. All right, very good, very good. All right, so, Taz, you took a little trip while you and the lady, you and the little lady, the award-winning lady in your household. I mean, you got an award at work, too, but I think it was for just showing up. (laughs) Um, I think they were just grateful you finally decided to show up for work. Uh, No, you don't miss time. (laughs) Um, But you guys took a little trip Saturday down to Andy Crane's facility down in Bethel. You and I were actually supposed to go, and you ditched me for a lady. But I'll forgive you. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about I'll, I'll, do, I'll do this plug-in before my highlight reel for the Short Track Super Series here. But we went down this past weekend to Bethel Motor Speedway. First ever visit for us to the track. So we have... We didn't really set any expectations. Well, I kind of did in a way, but only for two races I was mainly looking forward to. And so we so we walked in, no expectations, not much of anything. And I think it was a couple of days before we went down Saturday, Andy messaged me around 8.30-ish in the morning and said that her and I were guests for – and he was like, we're going to give you the VIP treatment, stuff like that. So I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And he actually messaged us or messaged me uh, Saturday morning and said, when you come into the gate, say you are my guest, you get free access to the pits, free access to the regular grandstand admission you don't have to pay for any admission when you walk in the gate and to say that it was very awesome not gonna lie and that it was very awesome and very great of him to do 
And we walked in. And when Andy came onto the show and said, this, is, this track is highly family-oriented, we walked around. It, you, everywhere you looked, and every, even in the pit, in the grandstand, everywhere you looked, it was a family-oriented thing. You, you had people that walked in. You always had someone that walked in with somebody else, whether if it was a child, their other half, or even with multiple people. It was very nice, very great organization, very great track, very great staff, everything. I really don't have – I don't think I walked out of that place with anything negative to say, and the racing there, start to finish, was was awesome. I have to give a shout-out to one of my – I guess you'd say uh, – partners in flagging that I used to work with last year at least and now I'll be sharing the flag stand with him between Fridays and some Saturdays because he's a head flagger of Dodge City Speedway on Friday nights. Brandon Crutz, he's the new head flagger at Bethel Motor Speedway. He did a he did an excellent job on the flag stand in terms of they also did a biker night or not really a biker night, kind of like a biker um ride in memory of somebody important to the track and they literally called out as many bikers as possible about two days before race day and they were only expecting maybe 10 bikers at most and they pulled from what they were saying they pulled at least 40 bikers and in, during the intermission of heat races and features, they had all the bikers go on the track, make a few laps around, do a moment of silence when all the bikers stopped going around the tracks, parked on the front stretch, did a special thing there. And I, I just, it was very amazing. I mean, you didn't, you didn't even have to know what was going on at the track. Just by listening and understanding what was going on, you knew that everyone around cared for one another, and it was just amazing, hands down. So all I'm going to say is if you haven't been to Bethel Motor Speedway, I highly suggest you do. If you want to bring your little one, of course, in my personal opinion, bring bring a little one of appropriate age, I would probably say that can handle the loud noises and such. Of course, bring ear protection for the little ones if need be. But if you have little ones, bring them to the track. There's a nice little picnic area right right between the pits and the grandstanding that you can still watch all the racing action up close and personal. They have a couple of picnic tables, nice picnic area. Session stands are great. And it was absolutely amazing, and hope, and we're looking at probably going down once, maybe twice, depending on schedule, scheduling-wise of things. But we're definitely looking at going back down one more time this year. Well, I will tell you this: that I do, I do a bunch of events for uh, MCs or motorcycle clubs, and they are probably. Not probably, 
they are one of the most dedicated. If you've got an event going on, they are one of the most, they are usually the first and foremost to uh, reach out. And I'll bet you dollars to donuts, if they had reached out to them earlier, they would have been three times that amount. Um, they were not um, There would have been three times that amount of bikes at that event. So, you know, a biker, the, the MC community, the riders community, they'll, they'll show up in droves if it's for a good cause. I know. And uh, might be making a trip down to Bethel myself in a couple of weeks. If I do, I'll reach out to Andy and let him know, because um, it should prove to be going by going by uh, what you said. It's a, it's a hell of a facility, so definitely going to be worth the ride. And for those so of you been... who are not too sure of what classes they run. Think of it this way. Um, you have your asphalt tracks, asphalt modified, bandoleros, legend cars. But if you're also curious about what classes they run, they run dirt classes. So your dirt modified, dirt sportsmen, pro stocks, street stocks, even four cylinders. <laughs> Pretty much any class you can possibly think of, they run it. And the car count they had for opening night was absolutely amazing. And everyone can say I'm biased on this, but I think the Dirt Sportsman and Dirt Modifieds put on the best shows of the night. The Street Stocks, and I'm not a big Street Stock guy, the Street Stocks were up there for best race of the night. So they put so you get great racing, great family environment, and of course they have bathroom facilities for the young ones and everyone that needs to use them. But like, like I said before, I walked out of there. I not one negative thing probably came out of my mouth ever. So it, it's a definite. If I, if I live closer to that track, that would probably be be my second home, Fonda. Always number one home for me. So, but Bethel, right there, I would definitely go back. But probably about so. What time did the closer. What time did the races start? What time did they get over? <clears throat> they were supposed to start at six, but because warm ups, they had a couple of difficulties with. Um, not to, there are uncontrolled issues because of course cars have trouble. Um. And, of course, one of them was leaking stuff, so they had to do a little bit of track maintenance. They were supposed to start at 6, but I would probably say they started, like, around somewhere between 6.30, 7 o'clock when they started heat races. And All right. Well, that ain't, that ain't too bad. But you got – but by the time everything was done, you probably walked out of there as if you're going to any other track, probably about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. But, of course, now, we stay a little bit late overnight? Andy and his family. Did you guys stay overnight? Yeah, we stayed at a hotel, but... Wasn't that good, huh? Not great. All right, well, you're going to have to tell me what it was. I'll what you paid for. Well, you're going to have to tell me what it was privately through messengers so that we know not to stay there. 
Jones. In other news, I'll do a quick highlight reel of the Short Track Super Series because last Tuesday was the another South Region race for the Short Track Super Series Modified and Sportsman. And so they were at Delaware International for the Diamond State 50. As we go underway, Perego and Matt Shepard lead them to the turns one and two. Shepard on the outside, Perego down low, and Shepard comes off with the lead off turn number two. Mike Maresca shuffles all the way back, having issues, bobbling up, trying to catch up back to speed in the Gary Simpson 12K owned ride. And come around turn number four, it's going to be Matt Shepard leading lap number one. Perego right behind him for spot number two. Looks like Guler for spot number three. Move forward to 13 laps complete. Here comes Mr. Freeze. Stuart Freeze is on the mission. He gets around the 35 of Mahaney off quarter number two. In the turn number three, he's going to focus on the Ringo's rocket. Ringo down off quarter number four. Gives him the spot. Ringo gives him a fight, but Stewart at the line has the position by half a car. Put him in the spot number four. Ryan go down. Challenges in turn number one and two. And Friesen holds him off with 14 laps complete. Move forward ahead to 28 laps complete. Make it 29 as Perego and Billy Pouch Jr. battle for spot number two and three. Perego on the bottom. Pouch down, up on the high side. Friesen watching a little bit distantly from spot number four. Perego holding off. Pouch going into turn number three. Pouch has the edge going into turn number four this time. Perego. Gets a huge run off corner number four. He'll take over spot number two. Pouch back to third. And here comes Stuart Freeze, and he's going to be knocking on the door here. Move up to 31 laps complete. On the bumper, Pouch Jr. going to turn number three. Stuart Friesen trying to get that third spot. He muscles his way into turn number four. He'll take over spot number three and focus on the other 44 car, Anthony Perego, with 32 laps complete of this 50-lap feature. Now move up to 37 laps complete. Matt Shepard's caught the lap traffic. And you know it's holding him up because here comes Anthony Perego on his bumper as they work around the B-52 of Brandon Hightower going into turn number one and now working on the 31 of Ryan Riddle. And Riddle slows down in turn number two. That'll bring out the yellow with 38 laps complete of this 50-lap feature. We go back to green off for number four, 38 laps complete, 12 to go. Shepard leads him right down to turns one and two, gets a good run. With the three wide, Pouch Jr. in the middle, and now bobbled him up, shuffle him back to spot number five. Well, Stuart Freeze and Rockets to spot number two. Perego and Mahaney battled for third and fourth, going into turn number three. Mahaney underneath the 44. Perego, he'll take over the third spot, and Freeze is going to muscle his way in turn number four. Can't get the lead that time as Shepard leads by half a car at the line with 39 laps complete. Move forward with nine laps remaining. Now heading to eight laps to go. Freeze still working on Shepard going into turn number one. Shepard trying to hold off the 44 Hallmark International ride, but Friesen bosses his way in in turn number two on the inside. Friesen knocking on the door, takes over the race lead. In the turn number three, he will take the race lead and not look back as Shepard's trying to get underneath him in turn number four with seven laps to go. Friesen holds him off in that Hallmark number 44. White flag down the back straightaway for the final time. He will go back-to-back at Delaware International for the Diamond State 50. Give the win to Stuart Friesen, and he'll pick up the Diamond State 50 win. Matt Shepard will cross second. Mike Mahaney is your podium finisher in third. Hey, uh, Taz. Yo. You really I agree with Miss Lee. You can't read and talk at the same time, and that's cool. Uh 
But you really need to look at getting in the booth at the track. Uh, I don't care what track it is to get your feet wet. Um, You really need to maybe talk to Andy Montanero or uh, the Montanero's Polly down there and uh, see if you can get your feet wet or talk to uh, somebody at Fonda. You are far better than I won't mention any names, but um, some of the track announcers around here for sure. So uh, I'm not I'm not just stroking your ego. I'm I've listened to a few of them, and I, I can envision it as you're saying it, and that is probably one of the coolest things is to be able to envision what you're saying with that much excitement. So you can send me a check in the mail later if you want. But uh, <laughs> but no, I firmly believe that, and I know Miss Lee does. And I'm sure if Chris was listening, I'm sure him and, Jay, him and, him and CJ would say the same thing. So great job. You made it, uh, you made it visible like the old, I can't think of who sang the song. And I'm sure that uh, Becky's still, Miss Becky's still listening. It was called, I saw it on the radio. And uh, I want to say it was Skip Ewing, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, But that's that's how I envisioned it. So great job. Great job. I am, uh, I am, I'm honored to know know you as much as I bust you about your beard. Uh, you are, you have become a, a, uh, good friend and I appreciate it. So, all right, where are we headed? Kind words there. So <laughs> you're welcome. What, what shit show? I mean, what racetrack are we heading to this weekend? It is Darlington throwback weekend. And by all the throwbacks I have seen so far, I can't – I don't have a clear-cut series winner as to who has the better throwbacks, but it's a close call between the Truck Series and the Xfinity Series. They've been nailing the throwback on the door. Like, absolutely perfect. You can't ask for better before, from what I have seen so far. The Cup Series has some good ones, but there's a couple – there's a couple I just can't stand. Like, if we all have seen Ricky Stenhouse Jr.'s uh, throwback, that's not even a throwback. It's still their half and half scheme they still run. Yeah, that's a nod, that's a nod to Ricky Craven. Um, I'm sorry. If you're going to do a throwback, do it right, and you did it wrong. Well, now Taz has spoke. Now you must listen. And everyone that's Everyone on social media I have seen has is not liking their throwback at all. Yeah, there's some of them I've seen, and I was like, holy cow. And then there's others, I'm like, what the hell are they thinking? So, you know, it's, uh, but, but most of them are, Most of them are great. Most of them are most of them are phenomenal. 
and I'm looking forward to the race on Sunday. I just hope it's it. I just hope it's somewhere that I, I hope it's on a channel. What channel is it on? Well, I was just going to go over the weekend schedule for Darlington. Well, so, look at that segue. I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you are. So, Wednesday, May 5th, will be the NASCAR Pro Invitational iRacing Series. That will be at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1 from the virtual Darlington Raceway. Friday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern will be the LiftKitsForLess.com 200 on FS1 and MRN. Saturday, May 8th, 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern will be the Xfinity Series Steakhouse Elite 200. I do believe that's a dash for cash race, if I remember correctly. Um, So for our Xfinity picks, we're going to have to look at dash for cash picks on that one. Uh, that'll be broadcast on FS1, MRN, and for you Canadian folks, TSN3. And then Sunday, May 9th, will be the NASCAR Cup Series, Goodyear 400 at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Craig, I hate to tell you this, but it's on FS1, MRN, and the main TSN broadcast. I guess I'm going to a bar to find it. <laughs> I ain't stopping you. You can go with me. But I think I might have Mother's Day family plans at that point. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Mother's Day this weekend, and I talked about it. Well, I'm doing my Mother's Day early, so I'm doing my Mother's Day early. And I can't say what I'm doing because I think my mom may be listening. Doubtful, but just in case. <laughs> I uh, I'm going to tell you what. I I like the throwback thing they do. I I like it. I think it gets better every year. Now, I will say this, and I think you will somewhat agree with me. I think that they should have kept it on Labor Day weekend. Miss Lee says, Sling TV. I only subscribe during the race season. So, you know what? I guess I'll be subscribing to Sling TV for the next six months. Um just so that I can watch the uh, NASCAR race. Yeah, that's what it takes. I was kind of throwing, like, some of the throwbacks um, that maybe some of you that don't know of who knows who's got what. So, Quinn House and Starcom is doing a throwback to John Andretti's um, RCA videos, red and white car scheme. Um, absolutely beautiful. The Kyle Larson throwing back to his first ever race car, which doesn't look bad. I'm not sure about that light blue with red and yellow. I don't know. That's just me. But all y'all and Kalicki fans, there's two. There's two throwbacks to him, and Chase Elliott has his iconic Hooters number seven scheme. He'll be donning that. Um, Stuart Haas, number 10 of Eric Almirall, will be throwing back to Mark Martin's winning and grilling car. Denny Hamlin throwing it back to, I believe it's Lee Petty, the seamless machine red and white car. Miss Lee, you might have to correct me on that one. 
Um, oh, she was. Brian, Brian Blaney throws back to his 2010-2011 super late model. James Davidson's Rick Ware 15 car throws back to Dick Johnson's 1990s, uh, 1990 paint scheme. Kyle Busch's throwback is not even a throwback. It's just an Eminem theme thing saying that they're 80 years old, which great to put it out there, but I'm sorry, it's not a throwback. No, and, and you know what? They do that every year. They do that every year. It seems like every year they celebrate their next year in business with a the paint scheme they ran three years ago. That is not a throwback. Throw it back to like the 70s and 80s. You know, it's it's one race. They can deal with not having their um, their absolute colors on it. Throw it back to a legend in the sport. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that just ticks me off. And I think they no, need to. Uh... And you know, in certain cases, I'm okay with drivers throwing it back to themselves, like the first, like with what Kyle Larson did, throwing it back to your first ever race car when you were a child. So that's fine there. Uh, Miss Lee, you're trying to correct me on Denny Hamlin's throwback. I want to say it's to Lee Petty, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, Truex throws back to his furniture roll racing days, which it's not even, A, it's not even fully thrown back. B, I'm sorry, that could work as a regular scheme. That ain't no throwback. You failed there. Logano throws it back to Mario Andretti's first F1 win in 71. Interesting. Dude, that's a F- throwback. That's, a, that's interesting. We're doing an F1 throwback in NASCAR. Uh, Logano, I, you give me a plus on that one. Oh, well, um, you're not getting a plus one for points. <laughs> um, Byron I'll give you a half point. To, <laughs> well, Byron throws back to Neil Bonnet in the old Valvoline car. Um. Michael McDowell throws back to Awesome Bill from Dawsonville, the iconic red, white, and gold Coors car. Uh, Ryan Priest in the 37 throws back to his crew chief, Trent Owens, Darlington, uh, number 15 truck from 2002. Um, another Alan Kowicki throwback. This was the other one, Anthony Alfredo. Um I'm not exactly sure um, what scheme he's throwing it back to, but it's an Alan Kowicki car. Oh, Julius Flick Johnson is Hamlin's throwback. Thank you, Miss Lee. Um, Ross Chastain throwing it back to Hut Strickland from 1993, that McDonald's car. And this was announced earlier today. And what an Excellent throwback for Richard Petty Motorsports. They nailed it on the dot. It is to is a throwback to 1999 Martinsville Speedway win for John Andretti. And they did it beautifully, executed perfect. I mean, everyone's saying, oh, the 43s, throwback, usually throwback to a Petty or something like that. But no, they did to John Andretti and nailed it. 
I am not going to complain about this one at all. Then, of course, there's Ricky Stenhouse's mess of a throwback. That ain't even a throwback. That's just garbage. Throw that in the trash can and burn it, please. Um, Bowman throws it back to his crew chief, Greg Ives. They're in his late model career. Uh, Josh Balicki in the Rick Ware 52, throwing it back to Lenny Pond in the Burger King car. Um, Spires, Justin Haley, 77, throwing it back to Robert Presley. BJ McLeod throws it back to Joe Weatherly in the red and black, red and black machine. Um, and then, of course, some iconic ones. Um, I'll try to go over them quick. Xfinity, ha- Jeffrey Hernart throws back to the patriotic Dale Earnhardt scheme. Um, it was actually technically the Dale Earnhardt Olympic scheme. Uh, Michael Annette throws it back to uh, good old DW, the Gatorade car. Ryan Vargas throws it back to Mark Martin's uh, Valvoline three-stripe car. Uh, if you remember the Tasmanian Devil, Dale Earnhardt, uh, Goodwrench, Red Car, well, Justin Allgaier throws it back to him. Josh Berry will be honoring Dale Jr.'s uh, throwback. It's a 20-year, 20 years later throwback. I believe that's the Daytona night race Dale Jr. used that scheme with, I think, the year his dad died. 2001. Uh, yep. Jeb Burton throwing back to Ward Burton, the MBNA car. Justin Haley's car, not even a throwback. Sorry, Justin Haley and Xfinity, that's not a throwback. Um, MBM doing a throwback to number 13. I think it's Matt Jaskell driving it, throwing it back to 1991, Mike Skinner. Um, let's see here. Almendinger throwing it back to his first cup career win. Uh, Hamrick throwing it back to Red Farmer. Harrison Burton throwing it back to his father. The, if everyone remembers the Kyle Petty Hot Wheels scheme that's being come back by Brandon Godovic of Sam Hunt Racing, number 26. Rick Bickle being thrown back by Tommy Joe Martins in the 44. Uh, Dan Gurney's car is being thrown back by Jade Buford in the 48. This throwback I absolutely love, and I'll be biased in this one because I was a Dale Jarrett fan before I became a Jimmy Johnson fan. Jeremy Clement throws it back to Dale Jarrett's UPS car. Um, Let's see here. Oh, this was a throwback, and if you look at the detail on this car, it is the Josh Williams 92 car. It honors late team member Rusty Cruz, who died before the season started in uh, February. And the detail, by the looks of, like, all the rust and everything, just absolutely amazing. I thought, no, I think that should go for a throwback of the year, to be quite honest. Um, Riley Herbst throws it back to Tony Stewart's old rookie year. Home Depot car. Um, I know Sturt Friesen's throwing it back to Tim Richmond. Derek Cross throwing it back to Michael Waltrip. 
Bobby Hamilton uh, throwback is done by Timothy Peters. And if you ain't first, you're last. That's right. Tyler Ingram throws it back to Talladega Knights. Ricky Bobby's Wonder Bread card. Uh, wow. Timmy Hill throwing it. Th- Timmy Hill throwing it back to Kenny Irwin in the Truck Series, and that's pretty much about it. But a lot of good throwbacks this year, and I. So we got all I, three series on it this weekend. Yeah. All right. Now I want you to think of something. Who won? Who won Sunday? Kyle Busch. What was the name? Of, what was the name of the race? Bushy McBush, 400. There you go. There you go. Kind of, uh, kind of apropos, don't you think? Well, bet. I mean, especially when the Not, Bush car finished second. Yeah, and, and, uh, you know, I swept the weekend, so I just thought they'd throw it out there. All right, so we've got some we've got some picks. We're gonna do the picks now. Um, first and foremost, we've got about eighteen minutes left. I'm gonna give you Miss Lee's. She said it's a nice way to honor Andretti, and I agree. She said the only sure she the only sure pick, and she just um, jinxed him. Is Harvick for Cup. He had a nice comeback last week. Now she just said Al Geyer in Xfinity and John Hunter Nemechek for trucks, but watch out for Ty Gibbs. I agree. Now, there's some good ones in there. She's got one of my picks, though. Yeah, she's got one of mine, too. and I'm uh, Actually, she's got two of mine. Um, got one of mine. But I'll, I'll let you go. Too, I, I might have another driver in mind. <laughs> I'll let you go first. First and foremost, I got to say this, because the nurse and mother and Miss Lee popped into my inbox a few minutes ago and said, are you okay? You're breathing hard. Well, my initial thing was, well, Miss Lee, with your beauty, I'm enamored by it, and I'm ha- I'm hyperventilating. However, I know she'd know I was lying because she'd say, "Oh, shucks, just stop." So actually, no, I'm just laying in bed in my in my studio bedroom, just on the show. <laughs> I will tell you that my pick for the trucks. I have to agree with John Hunter Niemicek and Ms. Lee for Xfinity. I was going to pick Al Geyer, but I usually jinx the shit out of him when I pick him. Pick him. But I'm going to trust Ms. Lee. I don't know why, because I'm above her in points in all three series and overall. But I'm going to trust her because she's not much older but she's a hell of a lot wiser. And for You're the Cup series, and for the Cup series, Allgaier is one of the best for gas drivers, right? That's right. So, like, 
let's throw this out there. If we get if we pick one of the Dash for Cash winners, that's extra points too, correct? Yes, if your race winning pick is a Dash for Cash driver, that awards you ten bonus points for saying that they win the Dash for Cash. Um, nice. Regardless of wherever wherever they finish, if your race winning pick when, ends up winning the Dash for Cash, so say for instance your the Dash the first Dash for Cash driver crosses the line, say he finishes third, but you you won't get depending on where everyone else finishes, you'll still get 10 points because Allgaier was the first Dash for Cash driver to cross the line first. Nice. All right, so I already told you I'm going with John Hunter Nemechek for trucks. I'm going with Allgaier in the Xfinity Series. And you better sit down. Taz, you better uh, take the shaver away from your face. Because I'm going to pick somebody who has not won all season, and he's the only driver in that stable to have not won. Oh, no. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. This year, and if he doesn't get his head out of his ass, he could be in danger. You're reigning, defending. Cup Series champion, Chase. Elliot is my pick. I tried to channel my inner Paul Heyman for you WWE fans that might be listening, but it didn't work. It didn't work out too well. Um, probably one of the best guys I've ever seen on a microphone, besides Taz Taylor, of course. Uh, oh no, I'm going he's got to. Me beat. He's got me beat by oh. a giant landslide. Yeah, I'm going to go with, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to go with uh, Chase Elliott. I think he's due, and, you know, he's got to do something to get his, get that goose egg out of the win column. So there is my picks. Now I gave you 13 minutes to do yours. Woo! For truck series, um, there's a couple I'm looking at, but um, John Hunter, Obviously, a good pick to go with. Um, you can always look at guys like Timothy Peters, who's run well here. Um, hey, that's Christian a family Eckes, show. I, <laughs> Christian Eckes, I think he's running this weekend. I have to look at the entry list again. Um, if he is, another one to look at. Uh, speaking of the truck series, Raphael Lassard will not be in the 24 for the remainder of the season. I believe Ryan Reed is taking over the ride for this weekend. Um, not sure who they plan on putting in that ride for the rest of the year, but yeah. Any word um, on what happened to that? With that? Um, I saw an article. I didn't read it, unfortunately. So once I see it. I'll give that out there, but of course, top top runners. You could see Stuart Friesen fifth in points. He did not have a great weekend at Kansas, but being that Darlington's a one groove racetrack, favors the high side. Stuart Friesen loves the high side riding the wall. Um, this is a great track for him. But I'm going down the Toyota camp. I'm going with the guy who 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 will go two in a row at Darlington. Mr. Ben Rhodes is my truck series pick. 
As for well, Xfinity, well, we all know the top runners at this rate. We all know that there's the Chase Briscoe, or yeah, there's the not Chase Briscoe, Austin Sindrick. Um, we know there's Almendinger. Gregson runs up there. If he doesn't, if luck goes his way. Um, we also have um, Allgaier, Riley Herbst. Um, of course, as Miss Lee said, Ty Gibbs, very great front runner we could see up there. Daniel Hemrick has run well since he's been with Gibbs. But I'm hoping to God I don't jinx him this time around. I am really hoping the luck is on his side. He's a very aggressive driver, so we'll see how this goes. I'm sticking with the Junior Motorsports stable, and I'm going with the Mr. Aggressive Noah Gregson, and he is a dash for cash driver as well. For Cup, I have to go with Miss Lee. I, I'm looking at Harvick after finishing second. We all know Harvick does not like finishing bridesmaid um, multiple times. Hamlin, I think, will still will still have a struggle towards race end. He's a threat to win, but I'm going with Kevin Harvick on that one. Wow. Wow. So uh, the only two we're waiting on is CJ, who gets them to us on Saturday morning. Well, he's going to have to get to a Thursday if I can get graphics up in time, so. And Mr. Yellow Flag of Caution, Mr. Chris Creighton. So those are the only two we're waiting on, folks. Once we post them, if you want to post who you think is going to be the uh, winner in each series this weekend, well, we would greatly love for you to play along. Kaz, what do we got on tap for next week's show? Next week, I got to pull up my schedule here. Where did I do it? There it is. So next week, we are looking at Evergreen Raceway as our guest. Of course, we'll review Darlington's throwback weekend. Um, and then we also got to, of course, preview another race weekend, another local racing update from up here in New York and, of course, down south of Mississippi. We're down Chris's neck of the woods. And be interesting to see how, what we got with Evergreen Raceway. Greg, did we lose you? No, I'm still here. Um, if I I want to throw in a quick plug for SRX, quick. Believe I have to double check. Um, 
I believe SRX for I think all of their events are sold out. I think Knoxville is the only one that has not sold out yet, shockingly. So I'll have to double check on that one. All right. Um, I will Evergreen. also be sending. I will also be sending out a small kit about Evergreen Raceway on the next couple of days. I'll send their Facebook page, whatever social media they have, and uh, so everybody can familiarize themselves with it. Yeah, so kind of quick up of what Evergreen is. Um, basically, Evergreen Raceway, one-third mile asphalt oval, located in the beautiful mountains of northeast Pennsylvania. Speedway hosts exciting stock car racing and drifting every weekend from April to November. Nice. My cousin actually, I believe, races there. So uh, I'll have to reach out to him and uh, him as well and see if I can't get him on this season. But, uh, no, it, it was a heck of a show this week. You know, Luke joined us at 8.30. He told us a little bit about his season, what's going on there. Um, I spent some money in that half hour, but it's well worth it. Um, picks, we got all those in. We still got to wait on another two, but we'll get those by Thursday. Miss Lee, I want to thank you for being a producer from the uh, from the far side for us and tuning in. I want to thank everybody that was listening. Congratulations to Becky Sears of Middlefield, New York, the correct winner in the trivia contest. She'll get her stickers here in the uh, next week or so. So I will hand deliver those myself. And, uh, hey, if anybody is looking for a farm to purchase, uh, the 200-acre farm, let me know. And, uh, hey, I'll gladly point you in the right direction. Um, I know where one is available. And uh, they got a bunch of... They got a bunch of animals in there now, and we're not talking about kids. They're adults. They're out of the house. But um, gladly point you in that direction. So I don't have anything else from from the big old city of Gloversville on North Water Street. I don't know what you got, Taz. Um, get out there, support your local racetracks, wherever they may be. Um, they can go... <laughs> Um, anywhere, go go five minutes down the road, or go go anywhere. Support the local racetrack; they rely on you. And I am going to unleash some breaking news here. Twenty nineteen Short Track Super Series American Racer Cup Grand Champion and eight time, or I believe it's seven time, but he might be eight time. Uh, Super Dirt Car Series champion Matt Shepard has officially made Unicorome Speedway his Friday night home track in 2021. And opening night is this Friday night. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Real quick, Jeremy Terrell finished fifth down at Fonda this week. So he's probably, he was tied for first. He's probably tied for second. Um, 
So shout out to him. Good run again. Solid top fives the first three weeks. He needs to keep it up, and he could be a serious threat at the end of the season for a championship. So uh, congratulations uh, to Jeremy. He's currently, sitting, he's currently sitting second by himself, eight points back. All right, well, see, you know what? I said tied, and I didn't have the stats in front of me. So I'm pretty smart at my age. You got to give us to you got to give it to us old guys. <laughs> so uh, get out there, support your local tracks, and uh, support, support, support. Real quick, I'll be down at the Canada Harry Moose this Saturday from twelve until six. I'll be DJing and MC MCing a benefit for Michael Cole Scholarship Foundation. Michael passed away a few years ago. And uh, his car is actually, they're actually getting his car ready for uh, the benefit this weekend, to be at the benefit. So uh, hopefully we'll have a photographer there for pictures. I'll share them on the Race Chat Live page next week. I'll share the benefit uh, information on the Race Chat Live page this week, uh, probably a couple of times. And Taz, I want to thank you very much for an awesome job once again, my friend. Much love and respect to you, and uh, we will talk. That lady's annoying. We will talk to everybody next week. Good night, everybody. Good night.